Welcome back, Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We got one of our favorite recurring segments all the time. John Garcia is here with us today. Uh, John, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. It's a um, fun time of year. I got to go to my first camp of the year on Sunday, so okay. excited to uh, to dig into that and, and uh, keep it moving. That's right. We're going to talk to John about a couple wide receivers because we all know the league is passing. Bobo is in Carson Beck season and then others behind him who we hope to see in Georgia, in Athens, catching balls next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network. We are talking all things recruiting again with John Garcia. If you don't know who this man is, he's a staple here on Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, John Garcia underscore junior is the Twitter handle. He does all things all across the nation. Uh, so you got to do your first camp. Uh, where was that at? How was that? Yeah, Under Armour Orlando went down Sunday. It was great. It was hot, uh, but it was great. Uh, obviously, great talent from the state of Florida and beyond uh, coming down to compete. Uh, and of course, got to talk to the kids uh, as well. So you get b- the best of both worlds at, at these events. So it was uh, good to be back out there. That's fantastic. Yes, uh, spring has sprung. We got uh, schedules of spring ball coming out in practices. We got guys out in shorts and padded helmets running around. It's starting to happen, all the things. John, I want to talk about two wide receivers today. One that is a whispers. We're, we're hearing rumblings of a possible flip, and then one who is already committed to the dogs. And let's start with the rumblings, uh, and that's Jeremiah Smith, wide receiver, out of Florida, and we know Georgia's connection to Florida, 6'3", 200-pound wide receiver. He is the number one wide receiver in the entire nation and right now currently committed to the Ohio State. I'll give him that credit. Fine, you want it. I'll give it to you. Uh, But rumblings that he may flip and possibly open it up. What are you hearing about his recruitment? Yeah, there's no doubt that Jeremiah is keeping his options open just in case. And I think that's a very sort of italicized underline just in case because look when you're a receiver committed to Ohio State with Brian Hartline it's pretty good right I think um, relative to certain positions Hartline's done as good a job there in Columbus as any position coach has done with recruiting development the NFL all of those things so naturally Jeremiah is very comfortable with Brian Hartline but look he told me Sunday hey I've got to continue to explore other options Hmm. because college football is crazy and Brian Hartline is coveted. There were rumblings about Hartline getting a head coaching gig in college this year. The NFL could always make that phone call after this coming season. So uh, Jeremiah is just making sure he's doing his due diligence. That said, it does appear as if there are three schools that are in the best position should something happen. And I think Hmm. Georgia maybe is the front runner in that okay. scenario, um, okay. obviously, we, we know about the Bulldogs' uh, assault in the state of Florida, uh, even from a great wide receiver standpoint. It, by the way. I love it. Yeah, they, they've done a really great job uh, at the skill positions in particular. Uh, it's a school that he's contemplating for uh, an official visit. I think it okay. will happen at some point 
in the summer months. So so Georgia's right there. He did also mention USC, Tennessee, Miami. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, he was at Florida State on Saturday. So he's already kicked off the visit train to other programs. Uh, but really, the ball still is in Ohio State's court. I don't want to paint this as an imminent scenario. But Jeremiah, look, South Florida guy is going to do his due diligence throughout the process. And Georgia's done a very good job. I would think Georgia USC, if I had to create the top two threats to Ohio State, I think Georgia and USC in that order would be the schools that I push up towards because this is a competitor. This is a big physical kid who quite literally wants to play with and or against the best. So the Georgia element right now is a hotter angle and a hotter sell than it's ever been, right? Two-time defending national champs. We all know about the NFL draft success. Another layer of that is going to come about uh, next month into the month of May. Um, So that is something that is appealing uh, to the 10th degree with Jeremiah Smith, um, who, again, he's built like that. Uh, he's, He's maybe the best offensive recruit in this class, period. You know, he is that highly thought of uh he's my favorite player in this class Mm. highly polished one of those high floor and high ceiling recruits so you could see why even though he's locked in with the buckeyes that everybody is still making calls and trying to clamor for visits from smith yeah and look ohio state has had recent success clearly obviously my one knock on them with ryan day is that it seems that there are other connections to other coaches on the staff besides ryan day that are more linchpin for these upper crest Mm. recruits you look at georgia as long as king kirby is there recruiting is going to keep on going i don't know if you could say the same about ohio state maybe i'm wrong it's just a feel that's complete conjecture i'm not an insider with them at all clearly but that's a feeling and a guy like this if he opens it up that's the question right it's the if and if there are rumblings and yes it is a dog eat dog world now and all of you all who complain about that well guess what you did you created this mess by the way by ignoring college athletes for so long it's on you it's on us we i'm I'm part of the problem too but now that they have a voice now that they have this there's also coaching there's carousels it's craziness happening about so yes Keeping options open is uh, it's just wise for kids like this, especially competitors, because now all of a sudden we talk about Riola maybe coming to Georgia and and, and some other uh, upper crust kids. That changes the dynamics of a school. So something to definitely keep an eye out for. We're going to come back after this. We're going to talk about a dog who is, or I'm sorry, a commit who is committed to the dog. Can't call him a dog yet because nothing is official, but we're going to talk about him, a wide receiver out of California. But first, we'll let you know about FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sports book of Locked On Bulldogs. It's the official sports book of the NBA. It's the official sports book of Locked On in totality. Midway point of the NBA season is here, and now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, Customers get a no-sweat first bet, $1,000. That's bonus back if your bet doesn't win over on FanDuel. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Think about everything from money line to point scores and threes drained. And right now, there is a ton of NBA action. I had no clue the Lakers were actually going to make a push without LeBron. Who knows if it's going to happen or not? I don't think it will because uh, I can't stand the Lakers. But that's, again, personal conjecture. Nothing. This is a lockdown Bulldogs spot. I don't know what I'm talking about. NBA. FanDuel does. They're smart. They're great. Even lets you combine your bets for a chance for even bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, 
John, let's now go to a dog that is uh, a guy who is committed to the dog so far. Uh, and this is another wide receiver. Uh, this is Aaron Butler out of Calabasas, California, 61170, listed as a athlete slash wide receiver. So we'll get your thoughts on where he is projected to go and what his profile is. Number six athlete uh, in the state of uh, California, 42nd nationally four-star kid. Um, tell us a little bit about Aaron Butler and his commitment to Georgia. Who, who is this guy? Where does he slot at the next level? Yeah, this is a dynamic playmaker, uh, running back, receiver, returner, wherever you line up Aaron Butler, he, he can make a heck of an impact. Got NFL bloodlines uh, to his name there uh, as well. And, and this was this was a recruitment that blew up like after his USC decommitment, uh, really at that point everybody kind of circled back and, and said, hey, let's take a closer look. Banner junior season uh, out there in Calabasas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as you mentioned, Georgia's done a really nice job with this recruitment. Basically, from that point on, it was almost uh, an assumption, even though he put out a top five, that Georgia was was maybe the leader within that group. So um, I didn't see when Butler committed, but certainly Georgia is in strong positioning uh, for him at, at this point. So um, yeah, this is a guy who can do a little bit of everything, uh, a dynamic, I think Dom Blaylock pre-injury, okay. okay. you know, that type of player, but he's a little bigger, you know, I think that's what makes him, uh, maybe more interesting. Um, and USC was actually leaning towards corner as far as I can tell for, for his future. So a legitimate two way player to the point where he could line up on the other side of the ball. But, uh, I think with Georgia, it is, it is an offensive plan. Again, we talk about the perception at the wide receiver position and that Georgia has pushed back against that perception in this class of, of 2024. So Butler would be uh, another feather in the cap there, a truly dynamic player. Uh, again, get the ball in his hands short. He can make plays, make you miss and, and has the long speed to, to go thereafter, but he could also route you up and, and get down the field vertically mm. uh, with, with, with the ball in the air. So, Kind of a complete receiver. Um, I think he's got some polish and, and some size to add to his game. But we say that for most high school players at, at this stage. But this is a truly explosive and dynamic recruit that you could, you know, jet sweep him, um, throw it to him short, or certainly let him run under it like uh, like we see with Aeneas Smith. Uh, yeah. Aaron Smith, yeah. And see, this is you said Don Blaylock. My ears went straight up because pre-injury Don Blaylock, he was one of my favorite wide receivers coming into the season. Without that injury, I was expecting big things. Sadly, sideline and sadly passed up by other guys. Yeah. Um, and Dom, the reason why he was so spectacular to me before the injury and why he had such promise is you said the two things that I love. One, he could route you up. Uh, and and if you don't know what that is, just go look at the, go look at the film of Don Blaylock pre-injury where he is stutter stepping on the outside with a stop and go, or he's doing this really wonky stuff with an option route, getting over the middle, not afraid to go there, and just beating his man off the line. Or you could just go straight speed burst on him if if there's a technique corner and be like, all right, let's see if you can keep up. Now, Aaron Butler comes in. He's got kind of a similar build, and and Dom did put on some weight, but the six one one seventy, a little slighter, if you will. If you're looking at the list of colleges that were after him, USC was after him, Pac-12 schools, Alabama. He has all that pedigree. You said NFL pedigree. Uh, but this this just reeks to me of a kid that might be looked down on for a couple dings. I don't know, maybe the size dinged him in this. I, I have no clue because you look at some of the stuff he does. He's a fantastic wide receiver, catches very, very well. So this just reeks to me of somebody that Kirby gets into the system, gets into a weight program at UGA, and all of a sudden – 
year two, you're looking at this guy like, oh no, he's a problem problem. Uh, that's very exciting. Um, and the fact that he can play two ways just tells me again, athleticism and, and knowledge. Uh, cause, cause if you're playing two ways like that, you're playing out in Cali against a pass happy, uh, uh, league and you got to both run routes and then defend routes. It tells me something. You're a smart kid is what that tells me, uh, with technique to spare on that. Uh, do you see him coming in? Is he an immediate impact guy or is he going to take some time to develop? Like I said, maybe in the weight room or, or, or what's maybe some of his projection? Yeah, I'd like to see how he looks through his senior season. And, of course, he's got this whole offseason to to add a little bit of weight uh, to the frame. But, look, he already high points the football. He's comfortable with contested catches. So he has a lot of traits to his game that maybe minimize what what being lighter would, would do. I mean, yeah. you, you think of the Devontae Smiths of the world, the Jordan Addisons of the world who are 170 pounds you know, in the NFL at times. And, and they kind of just make it work. I'm not saying that Aaron Butler will be that, but he has some of those traits, length, that catch radius, that do help you kind of work better in the margins, uh, even though he's not the biggest, most physical player um, you know, relative to height and weight. Absolutely. This is a kid, again, wide receivers. Georgia has changed things, the trajectory of what the offensive makeup is. We still got guys like Milton coming out of California. But if you're going to California for wide receivers, again, there's no dearth of that in Florida as well as in Georgia. If you're going out to California, you see something that matches a need in your program you don't have. And so that's what excites me about this kid. Uh, John, tell the people where they can find you again and what you're doing so that they can go follow you. Yeah, John Garcia underscore JR. We're talking ball at every level there. So come check us out. Uh, and of course, right here on the Locked On Network as well. Fantastic. It's John Garcia. He's going to take off. We're going to keep going. Thank you, John, for your time. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Take care. Hey, let's continue on. We're going to talk about what it looks like for Georgia in this recruiting cycle and how he, how Georgia is going to be somebody that keeps up with the other guys right? The Ohio States, the Floridas, the Alabamas. Yes, I said Florida because they do, they are going to pull a couple of guys because it's Florida and they have an enriched state. And you could all say, well, you know, Butler, or, I'm sorry, uh, Billy ain't going to do nothing down there. You're, you're probably right. He ain't going to do nothing. I, I understand, but there's a chance he could because every so often uh, he, he's going to stumble across to recruit. He's going to stumble across a, a five-star um, and it's going to land because they want to stay home. They like that tradition. They have some connections, uh, here's the deal here. And here's what I'm going to say, based upon what John is saying about maybe a flip from the Ohio state, maybe a, a, a commitment from California, the recruitment at UGA is not simply is not simply all about wowing and Kirby getting his guys. It's about connection and it's about specific needs. That's that's far more scientific than you and I make out. It's not just go up five-star list, four-star list and, and just start throwing out offers, mass mailers, see what sticks, throw it on the mud. No, 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 no. Kirby and these guys are specific. They are diligent. They are all, all about finding the right guys for the right fit for the right spot in their school because they know what they need and they're all about it. Uh, hey, this has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you all tomorrow.